This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and 920-1260 and 1420-AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. You know what I was thinking today? I was thinking about how fortunate we are and what a luxury it is in this crazy world to be able to have a few minutes to listen to a podcast, to get together and work on being better today than we were yesterday. Work on smoothing out some rough edges. Work on letting go of what no longer serves us. Work on being a better version of ourselves, right? That's a luxury. It's a beautiful, beautiful luxury that so many women, so many people in other parts of the world just will never be able to do. But we're able to do that. And I also think, too, it's our duty to do that in this crazy world. When we're facing dramatic changes in the weather all across our nation, floods and hurricanes and wildfires, when we're facing the things that divide our country, when we're facing still a pandemic and the variants that have hospitals full again, when we're facing what's happening on the global scale and watching so much sadness play out as America pulls out of its longest war with Afghanistan and as other countries face their challenges and with the 24-7 news, we see it all. And as you've heard me say before, I'm not sure our brains were wired to take in so much information and especially so much dramatic and heart-wrenching information. So in this crazy world, it is a luxury to take this time, but if we can have the luxury, it's kind of our duty to be the best we can be, to deal with all that we have to deal with, to have our clearest mind and our strongest spirit to help other people along the way. That's what I was thinking today. Now, you need to do some thinking. (laughs) So please, if you're not driving, can you grab a pencil, paper, pen, journal, whatever? I need to get some advice from you. I need you to write some things down. Would you please? And while you're looking for something to write with, I'll just tell you this, that coming up in just minutes, our guest is going to be Linda Ugolo. She is a confidence coach, and she has a new book out called Delight in the Limelight. But first, a little exercise for you that we'll get back to later in the podcast. So here's your exercise. Picture, wherever you are, picture that a young person just walked into the room Maybe you know this young person, maybe you don't. And they say to you, excuse me, can you give me your best advice for life? So write a sentence or two for this young person that just walked into the room and asked you for the best life advice. What would you say to this young person? The very first thing that comes to your heart and mind, whether it's funny or serious. All right, the kid says thanks, leaves the room. And now someone your age walks in the room and says hello. What's the best advice you would give me for life at this stage of life? And give that grown-up person that is exactly the same age as you. What advice would you give that person? All right, don't work too hard on this. Just a sentence or two, the very first thing that comes to mind. Maybe a sentence or three. 
advice you would give to a young person and advice you would give to someone your age today. You are full of good advice, I'm sure. Oh, I have to tell you a funny story. (laughs) Speaking of good advice. I walked into my hairdresser's the other day. Shout out to Mary Burns, my hairdresser. And she says, my goodness, you're in a good mood today. What's that all about? And I said, oh, I listened to my show. And we both laughed. But here's the thing. At the radio station, I have to keep a record of all the guests I have on my show. And I have to prepare it in this form and send it to my boss every three months. I don't know what he does with this, but it goes to the FCC or the New York State or I don't know. Somebody needs to know what I'm talking about. And so I put down all the guests and the topics into a form and I send it to my boss. Well, over the summer, I forgot to do that. So I had to sit down with like June, July and August of the Shine on Health and Happiness show and You know, I don't keep lists. This is so organic, the way this show comes together, that I just do the show and then I post it up as a podcast and it goes out on a radio show and then I'm on to the next show. I had to go back to my own SoundCloud account and listen to all the first five minutes of all the podcasts of June, July and August. And even though I just listened to the first five minutes and then I was like, oh yeah, that was the guest and this was their book and I wrote it down, put it into the form for my boss. Even though I just listened to the first five minutes, it was the first five minutes of like 12 shows it made me so happy like I remembered all the good advice and it changed my mood entirely and reminded me that I had to take control of my mood and feel what I want to feel first and all of those other wonderful things that we talk about so oh that happened to me this week and I couldn't wait to tell you about it right sometimes you hear a good show and it just changes your day. So here we are with today's guest. Her name is Linda Ugolo. She is a speaking confidence coach and her book is Delight in the Limelight. I want you to think about right now your relationship with being seen, your relationship with being in the public eye. What's your relationship with speaking out at work, speaking up to your husband, speaking up to your family members? What's your relationship with letting your heart's desires be known, right? Think about all those things. Here you are moving about the planet. You probably have many eyes on you every day, either in person or in a Zoom. Are you really showing your real self? You know, there's lots of different degrees of how much we put out there. But are you comfortable? I've got some friends who just walk through the world bare naked. You know what I mean? They don't care who's around. They are saying what they're going to say, the way they're going to say it, just the same in every different situation. That's not me. That's not me. Often I blurt things out and embarrass myself and hurt people's feelings. (laughs) But that's not because I'm trying to show my natural self. That's another problem. Anyway, give some thought about speaking up. And if you can't speak up, consider that it may be linked to something in your childhood. And I know we want to stop blaming everything on how we grew up. Of course, we want to take control of our lives. But the fact is, if you suffered a trauma or an embarrassment or if you were squashed down Every time you tried to speak up or treated poorly if you were put in the limelight, if those things happened to you and had an impact on you, that energy, that imprint lives in you still until you do something about releasing it. More than just a bad memory, 
Things that happen in the past, maybe they only happened one time, one day, but it was big enough for you to say, or for a nine-year-old you to say, or 14-year-old you to say, I'll never do that again. I don't feel comfortable doing that. You know, when we're younger, we are wet cement and stuff just sticks. So if you have trouble speaking up for yourself, or if you're always worried, I have a girlfriend, it's always worried that she offended me. I'm sorry, I said I was gonna call, but I didn't call. I didn't mean to do that, I wanted to do this or that, you know, always like, what do you call that? Piglet, Piglet in the Christopher Robin? Winnie the Pooh stories, Piglet was always worried. I believe every single person on the planet is someone in the Christopher Robin story. You're either Christopher Robin or you're Pooh or you're Eeyore or you're Piglet. (laughs) Or you're like me. I'm all of them, depending on the day. But you get to a stage in life when you say, I got to put this anxiety down. I got to put this limit down. I got to put this ceiling down and allow yourself to express yourself and be who you are, right? If there's something in you you're not saying, you're not being who you are. You're not honoring your own self. Or if you need to be out in public doing presentations or public speaking and it pains you, let's clear this up a little bit so life can be easier for you. I am so very confident behind the microphone, but not so much in public, unless I'm with my girls at a weekend retreat. That's completely different because then we're in connection. It's not about me, it's about us. We're in service to a greater idea. And I didn't even know I was an introvert until I got married. And my husband had to witness all the tears and and clothes thrown all over and all the histrionics every time I had to go out for a radio appearance. Yeah, I was okay once I got there, but it just cost me so much. Isn't that funny? I've done so much of it, and I've been so uncomfortable with most of it. But I'm doing what our guest today says to do, Linda Ugolo. Use the tools to find the core and cause and do yourself a favor to practice feeling what you want to feel so you can make your own life a little easier. Linda can help other people do this because... She first helped herself. I was like you. I was uncomfortable for decades, and yet I also was in the public eye. I was a performer on stage for 40 years. I hated having to introduce the next piece. It was music and dance. I performed with a Women's World Music Group, and I also was an organic farmer, and I would give presentations. I just hated to speak, but, you know, sometimes we need to speak. Even though I I liked kind of being in front of people, I found it extremely stressful. But this is what happened. I became an online entrepreneur. I wanted to be a coach, and I started live streaming every day. Now, I think you're assuming that, you know, with practice, I got better. And that's what I heard, that with practice, I'd get better. I was doing it every single day. After 10 weeks of this, I was not any more comfortable than on day one. And I thought, wait, what's wrong with this? There's some disconnect here. I had been pushing through fear. I'd been managing it with meditation and breathing and jumping jacks. And on that day, I decided to do something different. And what that was is to investigate the fear. And when I asked, what is this fear about? What came back was, I'm going to be attacked. And immediately I had a memory of being attacked as a kid from my sisters who were jealous when my mom put me in the center of attention. Wow. And then it was like, not an aha moment, it was a duh moment. We don't feel comfortable because we've had experiences that have led us to believe it was dangerous. 
Now, it could be when we were criticized, ridiculed, shamed, or in my case, put in the center of attention and other people were jealous of us and it didn't feel comfortable. We're talking to Linda Ugolo, who has a degree in psychology as well as a master's in movement therapy, and she specializes in helping professionals get comfortable in front of groups, large or small. The book is called Delight in the Limelight. So it's funny, I have to tell you this story, Linda, and I have told it once before on this show. I do a little bit of public speaking, and when I first got out there like five or six years ago, I had a performance at a big restaurant. The place was filled. You know, you can imagine. And I had a great time, you know, because people don't often see when we're uncomfortable. You can push Mm -hmm. through it and have a good time. I had a girlfriend who called me the next day and she said, "Uh, are you in bed under the covers? I said, I am in bed under the covers. She says, I knew it. I knew you wouldn't be feeling good today because that's how bright you shined last night. And she says, I know you're not comfortable with shining. And Mm. I had to do the same thing and say, why aren't I comfortable with shining? And it was a family dynamic, you know, that there were two older brothers and then I came along and sort of ruined everything. And yeah, so you felt like you would be attacked. And I felt like this is going to cause chaos and turmoil if I shine. How did you work through that difficulty? so important to understand what are the experiences first because if you don't like you said if you don't know what they are you can't resolve them so i first went hunting around for other things that happened to me and came up with quite a few as i think most of us can i mean even just being in school we are graded the highest for making the fewest mistakes so do we have anxiety about making mistakes making the grade i think most of us do what i had, which I think was pretty unusual, is because of my master's degree and the the depth of personal development I had gone through, I had a toolbox of things that I loved. I just never knew that I had something that I needed to use them for. Once I discovered I had these things, I tried them all out. I used something called emotional freedom technique, EFT, or some people know it as tapping. Mm-hmm. I did creative visualizations. I did forgiveness. And because I'm a movement specialist, I danced it out. What we need to do is we need to revisit those experiences and deactivate them. So a lot of times when those experiences happened, we didn't have the resources or the help or the mentors or the parents or the teachers to get us through them. And what we need to do is go back and revisit them and recreate it so that we do feel whole, that we we got the satisfaction of what it would have been like had we had help. All right. Can you take us through like an imaginary scenario? I mean, maybe we can even use the example of you being a child and your mom putting you center stage. You know, how would you how would you do this process with a memory like that? Well, so I don't feel like any single technique necessarily takes care of everything for everyone. But one thing that I think is something everyone can do and and kind of quickly is if you close your eyes for a minute and imagine a young child who maybe is feeling hurt in some way or distraught, you kneel down and you look at them in their eyes and you want to let them know that they are beautiful, they're wonderful, lovable. And you might even give them a hug or you wait for them to look into your eyes and and feel your compassion and positive regard. And then to know that that is you, that that is your younger self, and that you can hug and surround your younger self with love, 
compassion, understanding. Let him or her know that you see them and you are there for them. My listeners know I have like a tribute shelf or three in my bedroom closet to my younger self. It's stuffed animals and pictures of me in a tutu at eight years old. And um, I have to keep in touch with that. You know, there's a lot of work to be done there. But I'm also realizing now, Linda, too, that we also need to give our current selves recognition, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because... I have a ritual that I I recommend in my book, Delight in the Limelight, and also to my clients. Every night, think of five things that you are proud of for that day and five things that you forgive yourself for. Could be things that you didn't get to on your to-do list, the phone call you didn't make, or, or whatever it is, something that you didn't handle as well as you would have liked to. And in this way, we daily and continually need to both appreciate ourselves and also release the things that we we don't achieve. Yes, good practice. Linda Ugolo is our guest. Her book is Delight in the Limelight. (laughs) So many thoughts in my head right now. One of them is, I don't think I've ever walked off a stage and said, dang, that was good. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know if I could actually delight in the limelight. Do you have those moments now where you feel like, oh, that felt okay? Absolutely. And I think it's we become more and more embodied in the present moment. And that's what the beauty is, is when you clear that stuff away from the past, you are able to be in the present. The more you're in the present, you are connected with other people. It's more about how you connect with them and how you enjoy this process of, of speaking. Speaking is very physical and it's very sensual. Right, right. And if you're in the moment and you're connecting... You're not alone in the limelight. You're sharing the limelight with the people you're connecting with, really. Absolutely. And it's almost because of their attention on you that you are able to go in and bring the best of yourself to them. You know, I used to have anxiety even about watching other people perform. I couldn't watch comedians for years. I couldn't watch comedians because it terrified me Mm. to have them. Because when you're a comedian, you are just out there alone, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) with your jokes. Um, But now I, I gotten a little better because I can enjoy comedians every now and then. But I do wonder, like, how do you think someone like Beyonce feels when she's on stage? Well, I've spoken about that at length and how she had, she for a long time had like an alter personality that she stepped into that allowed her to be bigger than her, what she felt her quote unquote normal self was. But at this point, I feel like she's been able to toss that aside and just be who she is. And I think that's the key. Can we be who we are and let others just see that? Can we allow ourselves to be who we are and have others just see that? Period. Period. Mm -hmm. Don't open the floodgates and let all the judgments and what ifs come in. All right. Let's talk about the people who have Zoom presentations, who have things to do maybe in front of a classroom or things to do uh, in their life that puts them out in public. How can we help them be more confident? I love for people to give a little more practice to how they want to feel and not just what they're going to say. 
So if you want to feel relaxed, practice relaxation. If you want to feel more dynamic, more grounded, or more, you know, strong, do that in front of the camera. So yes, of course, what we want to say is important, but how we feel is something to practice as well. So that's what I recommend. And you can do that in your imagination. That's where creative visualization comes in. Olympic athletes do this. Top musicians do this. Everybody can do this. You yeah. said creative visualization, and I've, I, I know the words, but is there a process to that? Well, I think it's a, a very general term for any time that you intentionally create an imagination in your mind. So in this case, it might be envisioning yourself in front of the camera, giving your presentation, seeing yourself move the way you would just like to be able to move and and see yourself speaking with the dynamic that you want to speak with. And and also envision yourself feeling the way you want to feel. Envision your audience having this the kind of re- response that you want them to have. And speaking to your point, Casey, how do you want to feel afterwards? Envision how you want to feel afterwards. Yes, I love pre-paving. And when I work with women who are going into any situation, I say, let's rehearse how you're going to feel getting out of your car to go into the building. And let's rehearse how you're going to feel getting out of the building and back into your car. You know? I love that. Yeah, pre-pave. Do it in your mind. I guess I need to just take my own advice more often. Right. <laughs> the people, let's just talk to the people who really have a hard time speaking up just in life. I meet so many women with, you know, the closed throat chakra who can't even tell their husband when their husband gets on their nerves. How do we just learn to speak up? Does that, too, come from going back to reclaim something from childhood? I believe it does because we are programmed. We're programmed to to behave and to speak and, and express ourselves in the ways we do. I mean, just think of the messages we might have heard, like silence is golden. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm sure everyone can come up with the things that they they heard. These statements were meant to keep us quiet, right? And if we were good or we wanted to be good kids, we took it in. Now, as an adult, we may think, oh, circumstances have changed. But as you know, with your inner child, your inner child has a different idea. They said, but I'm still feeling that way. And my big problem with communication is saying it the right way. You know, I can get fed up and then blurt something out like bull in the china shop style. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I guess maybe I need more practice there, too. We all are, are seeking to become better communicators. One thing that I have found that was very helpful for me is to be able to say, I don't, I know you didn't intend it to be like this way, or I know you didn't intend to make me feel blah, 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 but this is how it made me feel. All right. Delight in the Limelight. That is the book. Linda Ugolo is the author and coach and uh, movement specialist. What are you going to do today, Linda, to keep your skills in top form? I am going to spend time just feeling into my body, relaxing, breathing, connecting myself in the moment. I'm going to practice presence. And can people get in touch with you if they want a little help on their journey? Oh, I'd love, yeah, I'd love for that. You can reach out to me on my website, lindayugalo.com. We can continue the conversation, ask questions. You can find out how to download my book or to work with me. Beautiful. Now tell me about this organic gardening. Is that still a thing? (laughs) I do have, I don't have my business any longer. 
but I do have an edible landscape, and that's where I'll be found when I'm taking some time off with my fruit trees and and shrubs and vegetable garden. An edible landscape. I'm sure they're a great audience, too. (laughs) Yes, in fact, they are. That's Linda Ugolo. Now, go back to how we started the show. Find that advice you jotted down for the young person and advice for the person your age. And give that a look over and see if that advice doesn't apply to younger you. And you right now today, sometimes this practice can really hit the target. So go back and see if you found a little soul message for yourself today in your own advice. Take it. I've got some very good news. We've got some retreats and get-togethers coming up soon. We'll be putting them on the calendar. Meanwhile, join us under the big tree at the Sunday Market at 1111. Find out more at LetItShineOnline.com. Thanks so much for spending some time here today. Our thought for the day is from Oprah Winfrey, who said, Speaking your truth, it's the most powerful tool we all have. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On. Shine On.